Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. If fish could talk, would they talk out of their mouths or through their gills? I wrote that down a week ago. I think it might be a clue. Marietta Jones. I really hope it's gills, just because I think it would be really funny to watch. You know, like... Kill, flutter, flutter, flutter as they talk. Alex Finn? Sometimes I wonder why we don't just pre-record a generic entrance and then dump it in every time. And then we have these little gems and I'm just like, well, my brain's gone further. And that's, <laughs> who knows? And Stace Babcock. Can't possibly be the gills. That doesn't make any sense. It's what they breathe out of, though. But it's double-sided. What? Like There's a gill on each side. That just seems... And how would they articulate with the gills? Like, how would they pronounce things with the gills? Maybe they always speak in stereo. Ooh. Yeah. And not always the same thing. So it's like a double layer of meaning. Yeah, it's like those aliens in Embassy Town where they have the two mouths, they do the two voices. Also, this is the ninth world. We have no idea how mutations have progressed. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't think we were talking about ninth world fish, but in that case. Now we are. Would they even have gills? Well, actually. <laughs> I feel like the octopi may have like bred that out of all sea fish just because they didn't like the way it looked. Yeah. I kind of hope we made the octopi again. They all just have like giant snorkels. Uh, <laughs> they're like the snorks, but more big. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That would make murder really easy, though. Like, you just go around the top and cut off all the snorks above the water and just be like, fuck your civilization. If you want to overfish, sure. They don't have mercury problems. That's good food right there. <laughs> My dad played with mercury in his bare oh. hands when he was young, and then he turned out just fine. Remember using mercury thermometers, old people? I do, because I'm old. I got one in the mail. <laughs> For my lab kit. I have two of them. Yeah, I have one in my parents' house, and I'm just like, hope that didn't go up anyone's butt. Imagine breaking it now. I feel like if you're breaking it up someone's butt that there's a problem. <laughs> that was a fun journey through a variety of tunnels and turns. So before we get started today, we have an important order of business. We have exciting news. We have a new patron. Yay. Yes, we do. Yay. Our new patron is the Taylor family. That's our good buddies, Nicholas and Grace. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We have hung with them at a couple of Geekly Cons now. They are awesome people, great role players, and such lovely people. Just good people all around. Put up with our bullshit in person, which is honestly like more than once. That's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, last year at GeeklyCon, they did a mini-campaign with me, so they did four games in a row of Numenera with me that was like a mini-campaign nice. across the con. So, it was good times. And they played two rounds of Ten Candles as well, which shows that they're gluttons for punishment. I love them both. Thank you, Nicholas and Grace. Yes, they're great people. Nicholas and Grace, thank you so much for your support. It means the world to us. It does. Especially through the times we live in right now. Like, that's a lot. 
Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. We love you. Well, I love you. At least I won't speak for everybody else. You can speak for me. (laughs) I also love the Taylor family. So, who remembers what happened last time? I do. I think I am going to pick on... Everybody's getting me the poker face. (laughs) Marietta. Oh, man. Uh, I hope you guys are ready to hear me talk about last episode in which we were... We found Stannis, and that's kind of where we left off, and that's where we started the episode. And I successfully checked the Numenera's and understood that if we activated this one thing and then this other thing simultaneously, that we would be able to free Stannis without killing her. So after a lot of debating, we executed a plan, which was effective, and released her, but then... After she was released, that we heard the bees again. Oh no. And good perception roll. Notice there's a little like tunnel thing that's like a naturally occurring thing, uh, like a chute that leaves this room. Otherwise, the only exit is back the way that the bee creature is coming. And Dilly puts up an illusion, and Nyx goes first, and Stannis passed out actually after we freed her. And Nyx was dragging her. And then Atalia went. And then Jeski, who we definitely discussed, Jeski went next. And then it was Dilly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then Chacha. And as, I think as Dilly was going in, they saw the bee dude come in. And it was, like, way scarier and way more bad guys. And it was like, ah, clearly we're glad we're GTFOing. And we we went down, and then we came to the end of tunnel that dropped off into a pitch black cavern, reminiscent of Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, uh, when Gandalf falls to the bottom through the cave. Or I guess that's actually in the Two Towers is when that scene is in the movie. Uh, to be clear, in the movies. Mm. So, you know, you drop down, and it's like, ah, there's a bunch of water, and it's super spooky and dark, and there's like a river, and it's not super wide. And so after a bunch of bullshit there's like a rope situation and nix swings over with stannis leaves stannis comes back up and then italia me goes down and then italia uh, went down first oh i went down first okay italia went down first and then yeah then stannis was transported and then i was like oh stannis let me help you. And Sans was like, what's the fucking door? And I was like, I don't know what the door is. And then she was like, oh, let me grab your hair and try to kill you. And I recall that's where we left off. Yeah, and Nix had gone to get Jeski. Yeah, Nix had gone back up. So you don't even have backup. And you're next to a roaring river, so probably nobody heard the conversation you just had with Stannis. There are some very specific order operations that I need to correct. Stannis was moaning. You said, it's okay. Then you felt the knife against your throat when she said, who are you? And then you tried to bat her hand away and failed. Oh. She gripped your hair tight to hold you close while she held the knife up to your neck. And she said, Slaw sent you? And you said, yes. And she said, prove it. What is the door? Oh, oh okay. So Atali hasn't answered yet. And that's where we left off. Okay. That's that's a cooler cliffhanger than I don't fucking know, which it 
is also a good cliffhanger, but not as cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, here you are next to this roaring river in the dark. Your friends cannot see you. They probably did not hear this conversation whatsoever. Jeski did make a concerned whine from up above before it happened, but... I think that's Jeski's state of being, existing with me. It's just always... I was telling them this the other day. Pretty sure Jeski has courage the cowardly dog. And Jeski's crystals did glow orange Mm -hmm. up in the tunnel. Danger. Uh Uh-oh, we're code orange. Yeah, well, I guess I'm just like... Dear God, again, I don't know what this fucking door is. No one has told me what the damn door is, and you're not the first person who's asked me. Ooh. Give me a social roll, 15. Yep, I don't have anything for that, so that's a, that's a 13. You keeping that? Can I spend effort? You can spend effort if you want to. Yeah, you can spend effort to try again. You're still going to have the consequences of the first one, or you could just... Spend an XP to just re-roll as you were. I'm not spending an XP. If this is how I die, then... That's not a very good character arc, honestly. <laughs> we're like... We're like death before not progress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on. This one XP, man. Yeah, when Stace referred that we're a very leveling-focused group, she was not kidding. No. Have you seen those higher tiers, my dudes? Give me leveling or give me death. Since you're failing the first roll, she holds the knife tighter against your throat and says, I'd be a little bit more careful if I were you. Who do you work for? Mama Jaren. And Salah for this job, I guess. We're here on a Mama Jaren job, though. So she narrows her eyes at Mama Jaren and says... Caller? The caller? Like, calls on phones? That's what Salah called Mama Jaren when we talked. Ooh, I did not know. That she was a caller. She's one of the callers. Lady, I wish I knew what that meant, but I really don't. I've only done a couple jobs for Mama Jaren, and this is my first time leaving Charmant, and I'm the reason that you're not in that machine anymore, so why are you trying to kill me? Okay, so make another social roll. This time you'll have an asset, so it's a 12. (laughs) (laughs) And that face Oh, that's going to be great. So it was a 7. Okay. So what's your new character's name? Actually, I'm going to give Marion. No, no, don't. No, don't waste the XP. We reject your XP. You have a knife at your throat. It's fine. It'll just be another fun scar. (laughs) You know. Natalia has six might points. She's going to be fine. <laughs> six might points? No, I have seven. I have seven out of ten right now. <laughs> like knives ignore armor. Oh, oh my god, I actually didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> we'll re-roll it anyway. Maybe okay. put some effort into it. I don't know. Well, she can't put effort into it. Oh, she... Oh. A dagger's a light weapon. It's two points of damage. <laughs> oh! Natalia's fine. I'll use the dice. Because XP, just to be clear... Not just for you guys, but also for our listeners. XP is like freezing a moment in time. It's literally just re-rolling that die. You can't change any of the dynamics of it. You're literally just redoing that die roll. I'm taking the dice that has saved me on more than one occasion. I'm going to roll it and we'll see. If it's a one, I'm going to pee myself. That's an 11. 
man. Okay. Oh, Samson, when will you learn? I've never, apparently. <laughs> Thank you for trying, Samson. I appreciate it. Marietta, please make a might defense roll of 15. Eight. So Stannis he reaches up with her legs and flips you over onto your back and is now on top of you with a knife to your throat and holding your head against the rock. Hell yeah. I mean, oh no. Natalia <laughs> is kind of into it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that sounds kind of nice. That's not what she says, to be clear. Natalia uh, has an accent. <laughs> and Stannis says, Stay very still. And there is a moment, and light starts gleaming from her hand with a knife. Not from any device. Her hand just starts glowing. And it just brings a little bit of light. And she looks at you with shock for a moment. And she's like, Sally. No, you're no, you're not her. No. Who are you? That's my mother. She kind of moves her hand, one of her hands down. It's like iron. She grips your chin and kind of moves your head from side to side. She's like, "You're the right age." The hell did you find me here? Like I said, Mama Jaren sent us to do a job to find a caravan. We met up with Salah. He was our contact. He also asked us about the fucking door. And then he was like, oh, bye-bye. If you happen to find Stannis, that would be super fucking helpful because she should have been back by now. And then we figured out the whole caravan thing, but we discovered the bee man who had taken you. And so then we went down a tunnel and found you and rescued you. And now we're underground. And please don't kill me. Can can I not die today? Okay, please make another social roll. You have an asset. This time there actually will be consequences if you fail. I'm gonna put some effort into it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Been doing well lately. Just not today. I'll do two levels of effort. Okay, so that brings it down to a six. And very good rules two. That's a thirteen. Okay. Thirteen. 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 Double digits. He says, when I saw your face in the lab, I was convinced you were here to kill me. But you're not her. I'm going to let go of you now. Don't try anything stupid. Honestly, I haven't seen her in ten years. She's probably dead. I doubt it. And she loosens up and steps back. Her hand's still glowing to throw light in this room. Now the rest of you can see that there is now light down there, and you can see that Stannis is standing, backing away from Italia with a dagger in hand. Italia is on the ground. I feel like Dilly and Chacha won't be able to see any. Dilly and Chacha probably can't see it. Nyx could see it, though, for sure. Would you think that Nyx and Jeski would be on their way back down? Like, was that enough time to get Jeski harnessed? Okay. Yeah, I'd say by now. Natalia just sits up and kind of sits on the shore, kind of looking around. I think she's squinting a little, like, while her eyes adjust back to the, the light. Stannis is definitely clocking you and Jeske coming down, though. And she's keeping an eye, and she's kind of positioning herself so that she's got both you guys and Natalia, who's still currently on the rock ground, in sight. 
and kind of trying to keep an equal distance from both of you. Yeah, look, none of them know what the door is. We were all hired by Mom and Jaren to do a job in Charmond, and then that was no longer a safe situation, so she sent us to investigate the caravan situation, and we met Salah, and that's how we heard about finding you. So you you want your secret codes. Unfortunately, we don't have the password. Okay. Contractors, then. Who even knows? Really. But yeah, we're sort of in a pickle to get out of here and going back the way we came is probably not a viable option. For sure. And about this time, Nix and Jeski are kind of coming to place. Jeski kind of jumps away from however Nix was carrying her and comes over to Italia and kind of goes over, licks Italia's face, and then kind of takes a defensive position in front of Italia. Italia will just uh, pet Jeski behind her right ear, the one that she really enjoys being scratched behind. It's okay. I love that detail. I'm imagining that Nyx is just still hanging, like, five feet from the bottom of the rope because Jeski leapt. And Nyx is going to go back up, but she sees the situation. She's just like, yo, Italia, everything okay? Uh, I think so. You need me? Because I think Cha-Cha could probably climb. Nah, nah, we need to go get them. Definitely go get Dilly. Thank you for picking Jeski. All right. Stannis, good to see you awake. Definitely would have helped if you'd woke up like five to seven minutes ago, but I don't blame you. It's not your fault. <laughs> Nick's just goes back up the rope. <laughs> oh man, I can totally imagine that happening. Stan watches Nick go up the rope again and then turns to him like, She's not dressed like one, but that's a traveler, isn't it? Oh yeah. And uh, buddy boy that'll come down here in a minute is a right. He's. A little squishy, but... They all are. He's very intelligent, and I think he'll be handy. I mean, Cypher's, man. I'm ready for the day when he starts spitting those out again. Same. So Stannis is going to kind of keep her distance from you a little bit, Italia. You can tell, since even with the little light that she's shining, because she's not shining a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. But with your adjusted eyes, you can clearly see, like, she's still a little wobbly. On her feet. Mm-hmm. She's got her knife out, but it's it's more like... Do you need, like, food or water? Like, I know you're all tough and strong, and you could totally kill me if you wanted to, but you also are looking a little rough, lady. Um, yeah, food would be good. Well, you will take out a ration and set it, like, halfway between them. Got to keep that distance. Stannis will cautiously approach and take the rash and come over. She starts eating. One thing that she definitely like looks very hungry, Natalia. And one thing that's notable to you is that she looks like incredibly hungry, right? But she takes very careful, measured bites. She's not trying to wolf it down or anything like that. Okay. I mean, that's smart. She's taking measured bites and watching closely. I want to look around the cavern and see if there's any other tunnels that, like, leave either from this shore or the other shore, or, like, if I can tell how deep the river is, um, that kind of thing. So there are two ways in and out. There's a one where the water is coming in. There's about a foot of space between the top of the river and the cavern ceiling. 
And then there is where the water is rushing out. There's really only a couple inches of space between the water and the cavern ceiling. Okay. So it's really, we have to take the river. Yeah, and I don't think just by looking at the river that you could tell how deep it was. Okay. And about this time, I think Nyx could be coming down with Dilly. Okay. Don't drop me. Don't drop me. Don't drop me. Don't drop me. Was Dilly next? Is Cha-Cha on Nyx's back, per usual? Cha-Cha was the last one who went into the tunnel, so you need to get Dilly out of the way before Cha-Cha can come out. Oh, she was. Okay. Actually, Cha-Cha could probably climb down the rope on her own once Dilly's out of the way. That's true. All right, so Nyx has Dilly strapped on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dilly doesn't try to jump off or anything. Like, he literally needs Nyx to, like, fully, like, step down on the rock before he will try to <laughs> get let down. Let go. As Talia's, like, <laughs> reaching a hand out for Dilly, like, it's okay, come on, come on, okay, okay. <laughs> I imagine Dilly was, like, kind of, like, somehow in a harness that's just, like, hanging from Nyx as she, like, climbs down. He's just like, oh, God, don't drop me. Like, Stannis was carried down, but you're conscious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You did it! Yay! Dilly is conscious, but just as still, because he's so scared. <laughs> wow, you look like you're petrified, my dude. I Trembling. I'm fine. just need the blood to get back into my hands and feet. You know that, um, I don't want to tell you how I know this, but sometimes, like, after people die, their bodies get all stiff just like that. Oh, okay. Um... Why would you say that? I don't know. It just made me think of it. Oh, good. <laughs> you were just so, like, <laughs> stiff and, like, oh my gosh. It's, like, pretty impressive. It's me, born actor. I'm gonna sit over here for a second. You want some water? I've had plenty of water, I think. Okay. <laughs> Natalia's gonna return petting Jeski now. <laughs> and- is Nick just hopping off the rope? Uh, she would hold the end so that Cha-Cha would be able to just climb down right where she needs to go. Okay, and how about our favorite spider monkey? <laughs> Cha-Cha's going to spider monkey Nick <laughs> in the face. Nick looks forward to it. Politely. To not cause damage. So here's a question for you. Are you going to try to recover the rope at all, since it was spiked into place, or not? <sighs> I think Cha-Cha would try. She knows you run out of stuff, so she's going to... How is she going to get down? Spider monkey jeans. Nick just feels the rope drop into the water. (laughs) I'm just like, I guess Cha-Cha's not coming, guys. (laughs) So Cha-Cha, you're going to try to climb down the rock face to get there. Yeah. (laughs) So with your training, that would be an 18. (laughs) Cool, cool. What pool is this? I should probably put a little effort so I don't die. It would be might. Okay. I'm gonna spend a level of effort. I have to do math brain now. Alright. So it's now a 15? Correct. Well, I got an 18, so... (laughs) She's part spider monkey now. Have you guys ever seen Bram Stoker's Dracula? Where John Harker looks out and sees Dracula like climbing yes. down the side of the castle. That's what Cha Cha looks like to you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the red cape. Yes. There's your answer. Cha Cha's your sexy vampire. 
We're done. There we go. Chacha's the vampire all along. Finally, vampires. I've waited my whole life for this. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like the way it had to be. So Chacha gets down. Even Stannis seems a little disturbed. I assume she went down like head first too, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's no way. There wasn't any other way. Like, and somehow her red cape did not go flying above her head. Somehow it stayed in the right spot. Like, nobody understands. <laughs> There's no physics that makes sense to this. Wow, that is some gravity-defying. Physics don't apply to Cha-Cha. So now you guys are all on the shore with Stannis. Welcome to the shoreline. Good to be here, Italia. It's way better than that creepy laboratory with B-Man and B-People. Yeah. How do we get out? Good question. Stannis looks around like, I have no idea. Okay, so guys, the first rule of water is that it goes somewhere. Yeah, it's just we can't really follow it past here. What? Uh, I'm going to see where it goes. <laughs> so Nyx is co- recovered. Did Chacha pull the stake out? Yes. Okay. So Nyx is going to just re-anchor it to the shoreline and jump in the water. She's going to, like, tie the rope around her waist and see where she goes. Um, do you want a glow globe or something? I got one, Natalia, but remember I lost the other one because I threw it out here. <laughs> I don't know where it is. A point down the river. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you immediately begin getting washed quite rapidly down towards this exit tunnel. This exit tunnel has maybe an inch or two of clearance above the surface of the water. And you are moving incredibly fast. I'm assuming that you put, you anchored your rope somewhere closer to the hole rather than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise you're going to come to a sharp stop like before you even get there. <laughs> are you going to duck your head under? Or are you going to just hope that you hit that one inch mark and that it doesn't descend? Oh, Nix will duck her head. Yeah. Okay. You're going so fast, it's even hard to kind of keep track until you feel the rope tug against you reach the end. And if you reach up a hand, you're still hitting rock surface just above the water. And if Nix looks down... Your rope is 50 feet, I assume? Yeah. You have a glow globe? Yeah. Okay. The glow globe, you can see that you probably have... It's a little hard to gauge underwater because distances get funny underwater. But if Nyx had to guess, the river's maybe six feet deep here. It's in essentially a tunnel. Mm -hmm. You're not sure how much farther the tunnel goes? Yeah, okay. Ooh, I got I got an idea. Let's let's give something for the dice. Okay. You could roll a perception to see if you could guess how much farther the tunnel goes. Would navigation help with distance estimation? Sure. Yeah. Let's say that because this is a sci-fi fantasy game, we'll say that that's enough to figure out navigation under the water. I don't remember what the char- target was, but I got a seventeen. That's enough. You're not one hundred percent sure. But from what you can see from the glow globes, there's a chance that maybe 
It's definitely more than another 50 feet. It might be another 70 feet, could be 100 feet, could be more. You think you can see something opening up wider there. You're not sure if it's going to lead into another dark chamber or if it's just that the tunnel surface, the, t- the tunnel ceiling will rise above the water again. But there's something there. It's definitely longer than you have a rope to go there, unless you decide to tie a bunch of your ropes together. But maybe. There's somewhere where things start opening up. So at this point, Nyx will come swimming but back upstream and... Uh... Okay, so give me some sort of might-based role. Because you're swimming, you, you have the rope as an asset. Okay. Okay, so this is a raging river. So you are trying to be at 21. You've got a rope as an asset, so that's an 18. I'll spend two my efforts. Okay, so that brings it down to a 12. Would you consider climbing an ability that would help with this? If the way you're going to do it is trying to climb along the rope. Yeah, pull herself back up the rope. Sure. So that's a nine. Thirteen. Okay, so it's very hard, but you managed to pull yourself back to the shore on the other side. Yeah, I'm going her out. Ooh. So Nyx reports everything that she saw and now wants to try to swim, still secured by the rope, just in case, upstream from where they are. Do you want to tie together some rope so you can, like, go a further distance? Wasn't this rope already tied to another rope? No, it wasn't. But I will say this. Swimming upstream is a 21. If you're going to... Attaching rope will only help you... Okay. Like, you're not going to be able to swim upstream very effectively. Like, that's, that's like... You're, trying to, you're talking about swimming upstream on the whitewater rapids. Okay. And getting anyone else to be able to do yeah. it, so it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. what she finds upstream. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Italia, let's let's uh I need at least two more ropes. I have this one. Anyone else got some rope? I have a rope. Oh look, another rope. Dilly's got his crappy rope that's reeds and trash. <laughs> Chacha, do you have a rope? I'm trying to think if Chacha has a rope. Do you have an explorer's pack? If you have an explorer's pack, you have a rope. See, the only equipment I have are book about Numenera, clothing, and drugs to see stuff. By choice? Ooh, yeah. Because I thought every character starts with an explorer's pack. No, it's an option that they can spend shins on. I have a confession. But, because Cha-Cha doesn't... We've kind of decided that Cha-Cha doesn't do drugs to use her ability. So you could say that instead of that, True. you have an explorer's pack. Because we kind of made that decision like during your later on in the process before we got into it. So it doesn't really make sense to have the usual starting drugs because what happens to you is something that happens naturally. It's not something that you have to take drugs to have happen. I mean, could she have drugs to make it like more intense? Like, damn, Daniel, that's some intense visions of horrible things. Here's a catatonic chacha who can see the future. If that's a choice that you would like to make, then absolutely. But in that case, you will not have an explorer's pack yet. I kind of want that. Like, she has emergency drugs. Okay. To, like, drop down any of her last mental barriers so that she kind of sees everything. Yes. Okay. I think that would be way more cool, story-wise, than having rope. <laughs> Who needs a well, rope? Fine. Way to not metagame. 
so between Dilly's shitty rope, Italia's rope, and Nix's rope, you've got 150 feet of rope. So Nix will huddle everybody together. Be like, all right, guys, if I don't come... I'm sorry to our European listeners that everything's in feet, but... <laughs> it's a problem, actually. I'm sure they're used to it. We have 50 meters of rope. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, guys, if I don't come back, what you need to do is send Stannis down, all right? Send Stannis. Stannis, you all right with that? Stannis is not ready. The injured one? Yeah, she's rough. Like, she's acting hardcore, but she's not. Yeah, Stannis looks at you, Nix, and says, like, or they could just tug on the rope. Yeah, like, tug on the rope and we could pull you or something. Or Chacha could just somehow climb under there and meet you on the other side. Uh, yeah, I would very much appreciate maybe if you guys didn't remove any slack from the rope if I'm stuck on the other side, just thinking about breathing, you know? So maybe, like, save that for if you're pretty sure I drowned. Well, do you want to tug on the rope, like, three times and we'll pull you or something? Nix just revises her chances of survival in her mind and is like, yeah, that's fine, guys. Cool. Yeah. Just tug on right. it a few times, you know, wiggle it real yeah. good. You sure about these knots, Italia? I am offended. I'd be more worried about Tilly's rope. <laughs> it's a perfectly functional rope. Italia, like, tries to fix it a little bit as she's tying them, like, oh. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Okay, next. <laughs> All right, next goes back in. Please don't die. Okay. Okay, so the first 50 feet, no problem. Second 50 feet, no problem. Third 50 feet, Nyx, I need you to make a might-based roll, because even though you're very tough, you are being battered around in here. Okay. And you're trying to hold your breath. So it'll be a nine might-based roll. Yeah, I'm going to spend effort. Okay. Four. Okay, so Nyx, you've reached the end of the 150 feet. You can see that this is starting to open up, but you are starting to see dots in your vision as your breath starts weakening. And you're growing closer, and you can tell, like, the rope does not quite get you to where you need to be to see the end of this. You can see that there is an end. You don't know exactly what's on the other side of that end. But you're also at the point where, like, you're in bad shape here. Like, you are, if you can't get there soon, you are going to pass out. And the couple inches is gone at this point of, like, air that was above the... Because that would be Nix's first try, just to get her... Evens or odds? Evens. Okay. Samson, roll d20 for me. Six. There appears to be a little gap of air up there. Not much. Maybe an inch. And the water's pouring through. And how far does Nyx think she is from the opening? Maybe a couple feet. But you're at the end of the rope. Nyx will... Well, Nyx has a length of rope around her waist, so she will untie it and try to hold it instead. Get a couple extra feet. Okay. So you're going to be trying to do this while you're suffering from lack of breath in the midst of these 
white and red rabbits. She wasn't able to breathe? You could try to go up there, but it's still going to be a challenge for you to try to get that air without getting battered against the rock. Nyx would try to get air first. Okay. Give me a 12 might roll. You've got swimming that will help you? I don't. A 12 might? Mm -hmm. This does Now, it's not a 12 to say that you'll get... That's the only way you can get air. It's a 12 to get air without getting bashed against the rocks and hurt. Okay. I feel like I was going to use Confident Outlook last session with the rope in the tunnel, but I didn't. Do you remember, Daniel, if I'm... You did not. Okay, so... So you still have Confident Outlook, in my opinion. I would choose to be trained in swimming, which feels like something I should have did three minutes ago, but here we are Okay. So, yeah, so that brings it down to the nine. We'll do the two levels of effort, I assume it's might. Or is it speed for swimming? No, it's might. Might? Okay. That's a what? Three now? Six now? Yes. Three, because I used two levels. Sixteen. Okay, so you manage to get up the surface and you get, like, a partial breath of air. It'll buy you a little bit. All right, well, now Nyx is going to try to, yeah, untie it. Okay. Hold the end. You're going to be able to untie it to keep your grip while this is all happening. This is going to be... It won't be swimming, though, because you're trying to hold on to this while you're doing this. It's kind of a crazy situation, so even though it feels like I'm picking on you, it still feels like it's a 12. Daniel, I'm going to expend two levels of my effort. God, I love this edge. Thank God. (laughs) Edge is amazing. (laughs) I honestly think edge over might pool increase, like if you're you're really trying to mid-max. I was going might pool increase first because I feel so strong, but edge is the real winner. Did two levels of effort. Seven. Whew, just, okay. Just made it, yeah. So you get just far enough that you can break the surface of this river. It's still battering you back and forth. But you can see that you are in a cave opening that seems to be... You can see light on the other side of this chamber as this river leads out of this cave and into, it's hard to see with all the light, it's kind of throwing your eyes off, but it looks like this is a cave exit that you could use to get back above ground. You're not sure how far you've been. I mean, you know how far you've been as far as from the river. You're not sure where it's spitting you out or anything like that. You can't really see details because you're in the dark looking out at the light. It's just very bright, but there is an exit there. And it seems to be an exit, notably enough, that doesn't result in the immediate waterfall. Trying to decide. Like, I assume that, like, the maps and stuff like that, or there's, like, a waterproof pouch or something that we have that keeps our documents, like our journals. Sure. Because it's part of my plan, Daniel. None of you actually explicitly said it, but I don't want to have to keep track of that, so we'll say that you have something that helps with that. So... So Nix will take that pouch and write on, like, the first fresh page of her journal, like... Underwater? No, Nix is above water now. You're above water, but you're in a raging Ooh, how river. am I going to write? Because I'm holding one-handed. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. This isn't going to work. Nix will just swim back up just enough to retie it and tug three times and hope her friends can pull her back. 
Okay. Okay, so this will be easier. Let's do a nine might roll. I don't feel like fucking around, so... And those two levels again to make it a... How's your might pool looking? Real good, Daniel. Five. Nick's gonna... Three left. Uh, Nick's gonna take a couple. She's gonna take a break when she gets back to the shore. Okay, so Talia, you feel three tugs on the rope. They're like, all right, my dudes, heave ho. And Natalia will start pulling and she'll be like, Jessica, come on. She thinks you're playing tug of war. Yeah, we got to pull it, Jessica, pull it. Okay, so Natalia is pup tugging. Um, who else is helping? You can get up to two assets from people helping you. Uh, Dilly will help. Is that really it? Jackson will help. So you got two assets from that. So that brings it down to a six. Value. Do you want to spend any might effort? I'm going to say no because I only have seven might points. Okay. But I have two assets, so what is it? Six. Six. Fine, I'll spend a level of effort. Okay. Seventeen. Okay, so you managed to tug next to the surface. Nick's it's touch and go there. Like, you can definitely see those, like, weird, like, dots in front of your eyes and stuff like that. But Atalia, like, pulls you free of the water, grabs your hand, and tugs you onto the shore. Nyx does a very dramatic Little Mermaid. Like, crawls up on the shore. Okay. Coughing. So, wait, are you the prince in this scenario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, Nyx is now a fish and a snake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, man, dude, that was wild. Holy shit! I was thought, it? yeah, I thought I was gonna drown, but I didn't. Fuck. So, thanks for pulling me back, guys. Definitely. But that's definitely the the like the exit. Yeah. It's gonna really fucking suck though for the, you guys who are a little bit weaker to uh to get down there, like. Billy, you might want to build a thing or, like, something. I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll just build something from the fucking rocks here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because your hair is covered in scales, it doesn't necessarily soak up water. I was going to suggest that as the other players see you come out of the water, Nyx comes out of the water, and then her green hair kind of shakes, as if it's shaking all the water off of its individual follicles before it settles back into place oh for sure and then like a wave like it's in a pattern yeah they're moving with some sort of coordination mm-hmm. i am both turned on and disconcerted at the same time me too italia all the time <laughs> <laughs> explains a lot explains a lot yeah so it's the way out but i am a little bit worried guys that was actually kind of hard for me to do and uh i'm just worried about you guys if you try it so i don't know if you have any ideas that you definitely fit the rope isn't quite long enough what if you don't have a rope what if you just like go with the river we'll just get you where you need to go yeah but i think that the hard part might be stopping and you definitely want to make sure that you so you can breathe but you gotta you can only really fit like your mouth and nose above the water through that tunnel so you need to be, like, on the surface, breathing. Well, you should really hold your breath if you can, but, like, I'm saying if you get stuck or something. How big was the tunnel, Daniel? Like, was it shapeless? Yeah. 
Okay. So like everyone could fit, like it's not like the one we came out of. Yeah, more people could fit side by side. I don't know if you could go like as one group without the people on the sides getting bashed up, but you couldn't like hold hands and think happy thoughts like Peter Pan. Like you would you would definitely have to stagger yourselves a bit. Man, is the Peter Pan theory ever gonna work or like strategy? We just hold hands and try our best. Say that for the final boss. I mean Excellent. You mean Cha Cha? Yeah. Was there a shore in that final room like chamber? Was there like if you could wanted to stop before you got all the way out, theoretically you could get off on the side or was it Yeah, if you could make your way over there for sure. You would have to try to make your way to there before the current dragged you out of the the cave. Alright. Yeah, unless you guys can think of a way to do it that's not just sort of happening in the water and hoping for the best, then uh, I'll go first so I can catch people if necessary. That seems legit. Are you guys sure this is the way we should go? Why not just use the hive man? Can we sneak past the hive man? Oh, you want to go back up there? You can get back up there? Well, I, I suppose not, now that your friend done hooked the rope. <laughs> I mean, Chachek and Spider Monkey Cryle, back up. Dennis, we can rest for a while. I actually need to, like, take a breath. Chacha's kind of a healer, so we can fix you up a little bit before you try this, too. Like, it'll be fine. And also, we all die. It's inevitable. That's true, but I've got a lot of work to do yet. Well, you never would have even gotten this far if it wasn't for us, so. Yeah, that's true. It's like your life reset when you're put in the machine. <laughs> she kind of grimaces at you. Not unlike the expression that Italia gives you <laughs> sometimes when you say something to her. <laughs> and she just sits down and rests. Good idea, dude. And Nick will sit next to her and... I want to rest at least 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Same. Let me see how 10 minutes goes, and then I'll tell you if I want to rest for longer. Ooh, that's good. Oh, wow. That's really good. Okay, so we'll make that an eight. Good first roll. Uh, mediocre second roll. Do we want to try and rest longer or no? I'm at 15 might, and everything else is. So, Nyx would go for an hour if other people needed it. How are your pools, Natalia? I'm at 16 out of 18 interlocked and 8 out of 10 might, so I think I'm pretty good. I'll save that one hour in case I get worse. Okay. okay. That's fine. Nyx, because you are trained in social, I think you would notice that while this whole resting period is going on, Stannis is eyeing Natalia very uneasily. Yo, Stannis, what you got going on with my girl, Italia? Just bad memories. Of Italia? Didn't know you knew each other. Stannis smiles and looks at you and says, she reminds me of someone I knew. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Who's that? <laughs> Did you know Jima? Yeah, you know Jima. Oh, Jima. I've I know of her, but uh, I was thinking more immediate family. Well, Italia doesn't have any siblings, so 
must be one of her. She looks a lot like her mother, except for the scar. <laughs> Dilly fumbles whatever Damn he's it. doing and then it's like, uh, huh. <laughs> <Talia> sneezes. <laughs> Oh yeah, that scar. Yeah, Dilly did that. Isn't that you wouldn't expect, right? That's That was an accident. We were being attacked. I didn't do that on purpose. We know it was an accident, Dilly. There's no way you could do something like that on purpose. Okay. Dilly goes back to trying to craft something for underwater. Are we just going to pass the across to each other until we finally talk about our feelings? Yes, obviously. Uh, <laughs> okay, great. I think perfect, so. Perfect. I think that's the theme of the show. Also to clarify, are we doing an hour rest? Do you need to? I, mean, I was on the fence, but I would do an hour. If if we stay for an hour, I can try to argue something with always tinkering. But I will take a 10-minute rest. Oh, yeah. On top of that. Then I would wait an hour for sure, especially if tinkering's involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wait an hour for that. I'll do another I'll roll. I'll do another roll, too. Do another little roll here. Ooh, now we're full. That plus two from tier two makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that roll is maybe unnecessary. Yeah, it's pretty nice to be tier two. Mm. Yeah, just imagine it's tier three. Mm. So enjoyable. Mm, tier two. But you could craft a rebreather if you were tier two. I, mean, I need IO is the thing, and I don't have IO. Do you want my shitty, my, my not shitty, well, do you want my cipher? You could extract IO from it. It's the only cipher I've left. It, it tells me if someone's lying or not. It's called lie year. I feel like you should keep that. <laughs> I feel like that's going to come in useful for your, whatever you're going through. It is like a hat, and I guess it's tentacles like wiggle. So it's not exactly inconspicuous. It's up to you. I mean, if you want to have him salvage it, you absolutely can. There's no guarantee I'll get anything. You don't necessarily need a automatic lie detector for anybody that you're going to be talking to in the near future. I'm going to put that <laughs> on the record. <laughs> Nix holds out like this bloody bag. She's like, I got this razor wire that I picked out of my thigh, Dilly. Do you think that? Uh, what? Remember? That spider thing bit me, dude. It put like razor web in my thigh. Do you think it'll help? Uh I kept it for you, man. How kind. Um, <laughs> I'll try. I don't know. It smells really bad, by the way. That Those spiders were like a week ago, right? Multiple weeks. What even is time? So it's dried blood and also like muscle tissue and fat tissue and that. <laughs> I'll take a look. I don't know. Dilly will take it and just be like, oh, man, can I salvage it? So it is a raw material in and of itself. It's whether or not you... So the question is, is can you craft something to use it reliably? I'm going to say it's a, a gimme that Nyx has it. Technically, it would have been harder to pull it out of her leg without cutting off her own thumb. Nick, Nyx holds up her hands, no thumbs. You're like, where'd her thumbs go? <laughs> She's losing her limbs to the snake. Snakes for thumbs. That razor wire essentially cuts through anything that's less than level five. <laughs> it's a really good burlap. <laughs> yeah. 
I was imagining like cheesecloth, but I guess it's wrapped in something much more sturdy. Does anyone else have a cipher they're not going to use? No, Nyx has none. I think Chacha has that winged backpack thing. Is that a cipher? It is a cipher, yeah. Man, I should use the winged backpack to jump off that cliff. Uh. Can I salvage oddities? Oddities will not have IO. Dude, they could have other things in them. But ciphers will definitely have IO in them if you successfully salvage them. Apparently, Atalia should have been a delve. So what you're going to do, you're going to salvage a cipher. You're going to talk to uh, Stannis. You're going to do some swimming. You're going to climb a wall, play with some bees. What you going to do? I mean, do we want to give Avchata try and climb the wall again and put back up the rope? Just Dracula back up that wall? I mean, I don't really think facing the bee dude is the answer. Not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the problem is the entire hive, I think. Not just, like, the one hive man, but it's, like, literally... Yeah, it's not just... We should have just killed him in that first encounter. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have found Stannis. How's Stannis doing now that she's had an hour? She's looking much better. We should talk to Stannis. Chacha gets in Stannis's face and just stares at her like a creepy child. Yeah, you know, she asked me the door question... Everybody's asking about the door thing. Oh, yeah. I think that that might be, like, a way that they make sure that, like, people are part of their organization, Italia. I just, like, don't know why they wanted us to help all these people that are, like, balls deep in it and then make it so that they'll potentially kill us. It seems pretty shitty. I'm sitting right here, assholes. Yeah, we get that a lot. Uh, Anything you want to tell us, Stannis, about, like... The situation? Yeah, how did you get caught by any man? Well, the situation is in New Jersey. Oh, but... no! <laughs> Fucking A. Call back. I finally Googled that, so I know what you're referencing. <laughs> <laughs> your contractors, I mean, I can't say much more than whatever the callers already told you. So, like, then we speculate. Would you like to speculate with us, Stannis? I would hate to, like... <laughs> I guess not include you, but you understand, like, you're not telling us shit. Make a social roll of 15, Nyx. Can Chacha assist? Nyx is specialized now. Ooh, that's right, she is. Um, does Chacha have any... Yeah, Chacha could assist, so that brings it... With her creepy child eyes? Yeah, so let's... So it's a six. Six? Eleven. She says, do you even know who you're contracting for? Uh, the Guardian of Night's Hope or something like that, do they? It's good. Yeah, we uh, we went to the library and we figured that I got the book down from the shelf. and <laughs> I read the book. Okay, well, <laughs> that's good enough. Good assumption. They protect uh, humanity and humanoids, I think, is what we got out of it. For the most part. Well, I hope they're the good guys. For the most part. Mama Jaren wasn't super nice, though. I always found her quite pleasant. Why do you keep picking a fight with her? Well, she wouldn't tell us anything. 
And then I like, Ugh. well, we made her pay us double. And then like also Italia called her a liar. So that's our relationship with. She was a liar. Well, she was not telling. Telling the full truth. Stannis raises an eyebrow almost impossibly high in an arch. And she says, I'm surprised you're still alive then. Yeah. She must like you all or see a lot of potential in you. First of all, wicked brow, dude. Holy shit. And she at least likes Cha-Cha. I think she likes me. Sometimes, but Cha-Cha was the one that was like, you're paying someone more than us. And then she was like, how could you tell on me, Italia? And I was like, I didn't, bro. You just flung yourself. Good job. Well, like, to be fair, you didn't tell us that we were, that you were making double. I didn't even know what you guys were making, to be honest. Yeah, you did. I did? You were in the room when she negotiated with them. Oh, yeah. okay. You JK. Did. JK, I totally yep. knew. I'm just Insight. an asshole. Insight Italia. <laughs> Italia's just an idiot. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's a lie. She has high intellect. She's super. Well, like, are we involved in a good thing, Stannis? That's, I mean, I am kind of curious, because sometimes when you are when your goal is to protect certain people, sometimes your goal is to hurt other people. And that is not my thing. Yeah. What's the moral alignment here? Morality is always a complicated answer, but I can tell you whatever it was, was enough for me to devote my life to it. I turned my back on an extremely profitable lifestyle. I made powerful enemies in the process. And next you see she darts her eyes towards Talia again. And I, uh, but the mission is important. And it's worth the cost. I would like to call on Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha has the floor. <laughs> what is Cha-Cha trying to do? Cha-Cha wants to use her horror vision. Hmm. Evens or odds? Feeling like an odd day. Okay, Stace, roll. It's an odd... <laughs> it's a one, sorry. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't matter. But... Yeah. <laughs> Got your one out of the way. My one one, yep. Cha-Cha, you see... There aren't really, like, the centipedes here. It's too... They tend to gather near a more dense populations. You're not really sure that you understand reason why, just that you've noticed that before. But you think that you can see on the far end of this tunnel a figure that's its vague. It's humanoid, but blurred and translucent. And it's a type of figure you've seen before. They've almost never actually talked to you or interacted with you. But they're there. And you actually see, for a moment in that part of the tunnel, one of those snake creatures, the serpents with the stretched out human faces coming in. And this translucent figure turns and makes something that it's not really sound, but with your senses you can perceive it's something like a growl. And that snake figure bows its head and slithers backwards out of the room. 
Wait, Chacha just found an exit? <laughs> well, no. I mean, it's 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 a half phase thing, so coming in and out. Like, sh- there's no there's no actual okay, I was just door. Like... It's whether or not they phase into existence where you are. I think Chacha's gonna just go talk to Translucent Guy. That sounds safe. Okay, so Chacha goes over. What are you gonna say to Translucent Guy? Or gal? Or person? However they identify. Mm-hmm. I think Chacha, like, the number one concern in Chacha's mind is, how do you get the snakes to go away? They're dicks. I don't like snakes. Oh. Mm. Next is snake, but she's not a dick. There, this voice that comes out of this creature is deep and resonant. It's not unlike Buddy Cop, but it's, it's more echoey and distant and it says they're easily frightened are you coming to help us get out of the cave or are you going to kill us all neither I'm here to watch what you do my plan was to go back up or go swimming swimming seems easier both are valid choices I'm curious which one you'll take we've I've been watching you for a long time, Cha-Cha. Seen you a couple times, but you never played like the other ones. You were always over there. Because it's not a game. You know, I have to change the world, but... I don't know how to free all the echoes, so I just have to save this person from these. Don't worry about the echoes, Cha-Cha. It's too late for you to help. Hmm. Nothing's too late to help. I mean, we got a snake now. I understand that you've had a hard life, Chata. That you haven't always had consistency among our kind. But I would hope that you would consider being a bit more careful in your trust. Are you talking about Buddy Cop? Because he's my best friend, and unless you're my best friend, he's gonna win. That is what we're afraid of. And the figure fades away from your view. And that's where we'll end this episode. Now we have season two of Buddy Cop. Buddy Cop's old partner. Horror politics. Horror politics. Horror politics. <laughs> She starts saying (laughs) 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 Nyx, anything that stuck out about this episode for you and Nyx? Oh, fuck yeah, like boldly going 150 feet slash 50 meters down a raging river through a tunnel that's badass and the fact that it was difficult was really cool because nyx is pretty strong so i was really counting my might points there at the end and i was kind of concerned that i would have to like unhook or cut the rope or something and not go back up so um it was successful which was cool but i felt like it was a situation with some definite uncertainty and i enjoyed that very cool So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. And that's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would absolutely dig. This week, it is Marietta's turn. 
Marietta, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? Oh, man, I'm so glad you asked, Daniel. I would say the television show Hannibal, which is now on Netflix. Yeah, it's wonderful piece of cinematic, like, magnificence. I don't know how else to describe it. Okay, so um, it was an NBC show that I think the final season was about five years ago now. It pushed all of the limits of what can be on cable television, like, really hard. And NBC was like, oh, man, this isn't netting us any profit. And Hannibal was like, oh, boy, but we have such a story to tell. And um, <laughs> it's the same guy who did Firefly, I'm pretty sure. Let me double check that. Joss Whedon. You have my attention. Hannibal is a Joss Whedon thing? Can't be Joss Whedon. That'd be wild. No. Unless it's like a co-writer. It. It's Brian Fuller. No, he's the pushing daisies oh, Brian dude. Fuller. It's Brian Fuller. It's fucking Brian Fuller, my dudes. He's done so many things. Yes, and they're all wonderful. They're all really. It's, he has this like curse where it's like really fucking great, and then they're like, "Ooh, this is like too like nuanced for us. We're gonna just like cancel that." And it's oh, it's so frustrating. But there are three seasons of Hannibal. It stars Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal and Hugh Dancy is will graham and it is super nuanced it's very like film noir i would say the aesthetic is very cohesive like the cinematography in this television show is just phenomenal i am so impressed with nbc for letting it go as far as it did and they really took it all the way and like the the nuance and the psychology behind it and like the behavior and Matt mm. Nicholson is like so spooky. And then, you know, by season three, you've got some really good sexual tension underneath there. Super dark themes. Daniel, you would love it. You should definitely check it out. Um, it was definitely when it I started watching right as seasons two started and like fell absolutely in love with it. And I've always loved Matt Nicholson. Like the first time I saw him in Casino Royale, I was like, who is this villain? Amazing. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It's it's like a slow burn, I would say, but it's very worth it. And the portrayal of it is dark, but it's not as like straight horror. I would say it's more thriller, psychological. Yeah, psychological thriller. So I, I would, I mean, like if you like Guillermo del Toro stuff uh, or anything that like kind of like toes the line, this is definitely it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like really cool. And they did a really, Brian Fuller did an amazing, anything he does, I think is really amazing. So yeah, definitely check it out. Daniel, I want you to check it out, but I also don't want you to because you really don't need any ideas. You come up with them just fine on your own. But yeah, I absolutely love Hannibal so much. If you love Hannibal too, tell me about it. Yeah, check it out. It's worth, it's a wonderful piece of film. Hell yeah. Only content warning I can think of is gore, which is surprising. Yeah, there's a lot of gore. There's a lot of it. And yeah, that's that's one of the things that NBC actually got a lot of flack for when it was like airing was like, wow, that's like over the line. And they would take some strange argument to like make it stand. And yeah. So anyways. <laughs> well, like a lot of modern crime TVs are like, you know, what's a good plot point? Sexual violence. And so far, from what I've watched in Hannibal, it's not like, we're going to use this as a plot point to develop a character. And I'm just like, the side eye I give TV shows when that's their choice. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like Game of Thrones season, was it seven or something? I was like, wow, this is completely unnecessary for plot development. But okay, cool. Good job. Yeah. 
Congratulations. No, I think Hannibal's great. So he apparently also did the original American God seasons, as well as Dead Like Me, which is another cult favorite of mine. Oh, I really liked Dead Like Me. Yeah, Brian Fuller does some really great stuff. I love Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal because there's so much going on under the surface there, but he's playing the game like to the very end. And it's just, please tweet me about it. I know I'm like not a good Twitter lady, but if you like Hannibal, I want to talk about Hannibal, period. It's amazing. I love it. (laughs) Very cool. Well, Marietta... People wanted to reach out to us as a podcast and tell us what they think about Hannibal or the podcast itself. How would they do that? Oh, man. Well, first, they should just go to our website because all this information is there. And our website is explorerswanted.fm. And there you will find links to our Twitter, which is at Explorers Wanted, or our Facebook, which is Explorers Wanted Podcast, or our Instagram, which is at Explorers Wanted Podcast. And they would know that we have Patreon, which we mentioned earlier. And you can back us there. We're hoping to grow that somewhat if you are able to support us. I know these are very strange times in the world, but we would love to produce more content in the future. It would be a dream. Um, And then if you really want to hang out with us and you want to talk to us, the best way is our Discord. We love our Discord. We love hanging out in there. We've got um, some great people in there that we're able to communicate with on the regular. And it's just nice to like, it feels like we're really growing a community at this point. And we would love you to come be a part of it because... It's mm-hmm. it just feels good. We're so lonely and desperate. Please, um, yeah, please, please love us. Also, we need help. Like, if you think we know what's going on, we don't. Yeah, there is a specific channel under Discord that's for spoilers, and we want all your theories, man. Come in there after you listen to the most recent episode. Tell us what you think. What's going to happen? What should we do? What did we do wrong? Please tell me in particular. Yeah, what would you have done? Clearly using effort earlier on in the episode, I understand. (laughs) If you're like, wait, you record two months ahead. How could we possibly help you? Trust me. Yeah, we still don't know. You can help us. Yeah, we don't. We We still don't know. What's happening? Mm -mm. It helps. I don't. Don't. Don't know. Clues are all there. (laughs) I have a pretty solid theory that I think I'm right, but... Well, why don't you share it in the spoilers channel, Samson? I... Because it involved knowledge that hadn't been uh, published yet. That's fair. Oh, we really need to start the secret channel with that, Daniel, so we can spire. We should. Hang out with us in our Discord. (laughs) Yes, come come hang out with us. It is a lot of fun. (laughs) And we love chatting with you all. And thanks to all who have come because we're having a lot of fun getting to know you and sharing memes with you and all sorts of other fun stuff. If you want to help the podcast, if you enjoy what you heard today, besides obviously supporting us on Patreon, one of the best things that you could do for us is tell a friend and tell them what you liked about the show, why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do for us is to leave us a five-star rating and review on the podcast directory, particularly Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser. Those would make a huge impact for us, especially if it's a written review. Thank you for those of you who have given us those five-star ratings and um, especially those of you who have given us reviews. It makes a big difference in people looking to find us. I mentioned those three avenues. Obviously, there are more avenues than that, but those are the only three avenues that we can easily track ourselves. So it's really the only way we can kind of see what's happening and 
we'd love your attention. So we'd love to be able to see when you're giving us those reviews. If you didn't like the podcast, if you just thought it was meh or anything like that, well, then I have a question for you. Do you remember back in elementary school? Remember playing heads up, seven up? When you put your head down at your desk, stuck your thumb up, and waited for someone to either touch your thumb or not? When you pressed your eyes down against your arm, what did you see? Was it just darkness? Did you see flashes of color? Or did you see a tunnel within the dark? Ebon on ebon. Did you stare into that tunnel? Did you ever imagine yourself falling? Just descending in silence in eternal erosion? If so, you're the closest to the truth you've ever been. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can do so. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlick, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. You can summon me at Slam Potato. I want you to tweet me with no context, a picture of a possum, at Realty Unicorn. And I want you to tell me all about Hannibal and how I should be using Twitter at I'm on a hike. Thank you all. We will be back next week as we will be for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night or day or whenever you are listening to this. And bye. bye. bye.